As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. As he came near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. The word of the Lord. Palm Sunday. I find it to be the strangest Sunday of the year, maybe even more so this Sunday than any Sunday of my life. The great praise, the shouts of joy, the palms, the children. And yet we know what's coming the shadow of the cross. But the disciples in this text are not afforded the luxury. They live moment to moment just as we do. I suspect that when the disciples saw the shock of the cross and sat in the silence of it some holy Saturday, when King Jesus was in a tomb, they must have looked back and said, what was that all about? The shouting and the praising God, what was that about? I I imagine they looked back and remembered some of the last things that Jesus said to them. I remember he said to me, go get a colt. It has never been ridden. I I remember he turned to me and said, Why are you sleeping? This is a time to pray. I remember we showed him two swords, and he said, Enough, enough, enough. I remember. I remember. I remember. That's what we do when tragedy strikes. We remember. We look back and remember because, I mean, who knows how to go forward? I remember on Friday morning in Bible study, my phone started to blow up, and I got news that one of our elders, Scott Ball, had died in his sleep. You know Scott. Right? You know, Scott, big guy. Big guy. Balding hair, imposing dark eyes. He had personality. And then some, I would say he had extra personality. He'd walk around here in his big 
yellow security vest, and if he wasn't wearing a security vest in yellow, he was wearing Tennessee orange. You couldn't miss him either way. I got the message, and my mind went back. I remembered. The last time I talked to Scott was at the security desk. There he was, looking at all the cameras, keeping us secure. I thought back to an email that both Beth and I received from him two weeks ago. We were in Jordan at the time. It said, Donovan, don't eat the chocolates on the round table in your office. They're for Beth. If she wants to share them, it's up to her. Beth, he wrote, what I'd like to do is make chocolates for the cafe at my expense. Keep the proceeds. You look back. You remember. A few days after that email, he wrote, hey, I heard about an artist in Washington, D.C., who does a ceremony where they take bullet castings and melt them down into pretty bells as an awareness of a ceremony against gun violence. Here's a video. I'm willing to pay her airfare and her hotel. Let me know. And now I'm getting around to letting him know. What should I let him know? How thankful I am to have him in my life? How grateful I am to have him show up and wear a security vest and look at video screens while all of us go to worship? How thankful I am that he had a heart for us all? How I could have said, Scott, how did you know that turning bullet castings into bells may be exactly what we need right now. How did you know that you needed to turn swords into plowshares? Looking back, I would have loved to have that conversation with him. Looking back to last Sunday, I was in Jerusalem with a good number of our congregation. We were all there together. We toured that day Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Museum. It is a testimony to the human condition of just what we are capable of doing to one another. Looking back, how did all those people make crazy normal? I suppose people may look back at us one day and say the same thing. All these killing of the innocents, why didn't anyone do anything? I watched too many videos at Yad Vashem, but I watched a video told by an old man who was looking back. 
when he was a boy in the concentration camp there with his father. He told the story of how his father became very sick, and he said every day I would go and visit him in the clinic. The clinic was clinic in name only. It was just a room full of beds. There was no care there. He said, my father was so weak he could not even eat. But under his bed there was bread. There was bread. My father could not eat the bread. I moved to reach under the bed, to grab the bed, but as I did, my father turned and looked at me. He looked at me. My father looked at me. And I knew that if I took the bread, I was sending a message to my father that he was dying. He said, I was brought up with morals, with morals. I would not send a message to my father that he was dying. He said, the next day my father was gone and so was the bread. And then he said, from that moment on I vowed never to be a man of morals again. I understood his answer. I didn't blame him for his answer. I suspect if I was hungry, I might do the same and say the same. Look back on history. It is our human condition. For you can sell your morals for a bag of silver. You can sell your morals to save your life. Look, I've never met him, said Peter. I don't know who you're talking about, said Peter. I told you I've never met him. From that moment on, I vowed I would never be a man of morals again. It's that moment that you go down to the county clerk's office and say, can I have one of those license plates that says, in guns we trust? When tragedy strikes, we look back and remember. Looking back, he told us to get a colt that had never been ridden. Looking back, we were so joyful. We were shouting, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven. Looking back, the Pharisees tried to shut us up, but he said to the Pharisees, If these stones were sighed, they, the, the stones would shout out. Looking back, he did so many marvelous and amazing things. He had so much power. Why didn't he use it? Looking back, I remember there was this loaf of bread. I was so hungry. And he looked at me. He looked at me.
and he loved me. And he said, take, eat. This is my life for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember me. And so it goes that looking back we remember. We remember that she loved to wear pink. I remember her smile and how she welcomed me into the school. I remember they sang, this is the day, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us rejoice and be glad in him. Be glad in him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made, I remember. Don't you? And I do not know what the future holds, except I know it holds this. A step of faith, one step at a time, that we are people who do not give up on our morals. I remember he told us to get a colt. I remember how she put red and black ribbons on a mailbox. I remember how he wanted to take shell castings and turn them into bells. I remember she wore pink. I remember her smile. I remember how he walked into the line of fire to save lives. I remember she never said a bad thing about anyone. I remember he got the colt. He brought it back. I remember he wasn't a savior, but he sure knew one. I remember, check that. I see a people of faith. A people who know and can see the things that make for peace. Peace.